can teach her that you can do anything at any time of life type of thing. So it was all, it's kind of that was the wee, the wee story behind it. So. This is sadness. This is love. This is fun. This is respect. This is adventure. This is kindness. This is identity. This is learning. This is family. This is hope. This is community. This is nostalgia. This is freedom. This is life. Okay. Right, the audio. Wow, every bit, but it's fine. Really worried. Oh, that's up two meters and all. <laughs> two meters as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, would you like to tell us what you brought today, Alex? Yeah, I, I, I brought this. This is very significant in my life. Uh, I've lived in East End all my life and for 13 years in this part of the city. Uh, and for the start of it, I, I never felt part of the community or anything. I, I was just existing, really. And I got this no long after going to church and gave my life to Jesus which changed my life dramatically and after uh, like volunteering for the church I got involved in most things so I got to know most people in the community I, I knew uh, this is my home uh, and I feel I feel a real part of it I've got a, a friendship with loads of people I made it a point to get to know people to fit in and, and just say simple words like hello good morning afternoon how are you doing that that just that started it all off and, and then so I've got loads of friends here now and, and my life's really good um, our chat. <laughs> but there's a park near where Naomi's mum and dad live um, so to walk from David's round the park and then walk back to David's it's about a 20 minute walk mm. um, my, my fitness thing tells me that I walk at least two mile a day which isn't a lot but in lockdown that can that was yes. that was good for me yeah. um, as I said uh, lockdown was was a shock to me so for me it was it was a reason to get up in the morning and put clothes on because I knew I had to walk the dog mm. so that was how as I said the dog to me for the last year has been fantastic um, and through walking the dog I've met a lot of people as well oh dear and uh, yeah I think dog walkers have like their own wee tribe don't they yeah I've, uh, I've met loads of people um, but it was like I said to you before moving here just knowing David but it was better than the life I was having back home because I just felt bored, I needed something um, I found myself in the East End of Glasgow 
which has been fantastic for me because, as I said, I met, I started going to the new charter, to the church, made lots of friends there. And then it was John Craig who introduced me to Parkrun. I tried it once. I did the 5K. Um, it took 54 minutes. I was third last. And I thought, hmm, this not for me. So I tried the volunteer route. And I'm actually waiting to get back to Parkrun so that I can complete number 50. I've done 49 so far. Oh, that one? Yeah, I just needed that one. Um, but I've got my T-shirt for, for doing 25. But within six months, between the new charter, between walking the dog and parkrun, I had over 100 new friends. Um, and then the, the street that I walk along to get to David's house uh, in the summertime, all of the neighbours sit outside and everybody is so friendly and as you walk past it started off as just a hello you know, walking past and then it was do you live here? because I was there every day um, so quite a few of them got my story um, so this is basically what happens so two and a half years doing the line uh, I don't know how many friends I've got here now but one thing that stands out is, for me, the East End is fantastic. It's a fantastic place to live. Some of my friends back home were a bit worried. Um, you know, like, you're moving to the East End. And it, it's the friendliest place I've lived. Everybody chats. And nobody really wants to know your business. But if you want to tell them something, then they're really interested mm -hmm. yeah I just I totally love the East End and I love all the friends I've made here and I always say to David um, and to anybody that wants to listen is I've never regretted for one minute moving through here which which to me is a good testimony about the place yeah and to make such a big change at, just as in retirement I was 68 coming up for 69 at the time and I didn't feel daunting about that. Mm. You know, I didn't think that was going to hold me back. Um, I'm just one of the people that just go for it. Mm -hmm. Do you know, I've always been like that. No. What's me now? What's me? Completely What's changed me? the way I do my like food shop now. So, yesterday when I was in Morrison's, I think everything I bought was like loose. Um, but things like grapes, like I've just stopped buying them because they come in plastic boxes, but I absolutely love them. But what I was really shocked at, um, what I was really shocked at, so like I've started buying like apples, just like loose apples. But do you know how expensive loose apples are? Unbelievable. So expensive. In Tesco I got two Bray Browns and it was £1.11. I mean, to be fair, they were big apples, but like, <laughs> shocking. Um, it is interesting, like, just going round it, like, it's it's forced me to change what I eat, though, in order to, like, to shop more sustainably. So I definitely have had to make, like, changes for that. Um, but it, it's impossible to get everything 
without buying any plastic. Just trying to like, yeah, make small changes. You have to be willing to yeah. do these things, but it's not always easy. But I think if you are going to eat sustainably, you have to have a flexible diet. You have to. Well, even, yeah, if you're limiting yourself to what you can buy loose. Yeah. In the fruit uh -huh. and veg aisle. Yeah. I know, and I think when you have a job, you have to. There are like compromises you have to make because at the end of the day, I've got 15 minutes of playtime to have a cup of tea, something to eat, go to the toilet, and have a break. Yeah. Like it's not a lot, a lot of time, so there has to be an element of convenience in there. So I have this precious 15 minutes, and I've got to do like all these different things in it. Um, you, you just have to do those things, but I think it's like when you can make the decision to like have a, a sustainable option, like you go for it, but there's not always going to be a sustainable option when you live in a world where like you're having to work hard and you're having to, you're like limited by the routine of your day. Like you can be really planned, but then things will happen where you have to change. But I think if you can make the choice to be sustainable when you can, like that's obviously a good thing. But um, I'd rather you were treated like royalty and had it in the, you know, in the caddies like that. <laughs> you look at both like that. <laughs> and it's hard to get, and, and we've already smashed one as well this oh, weekend, yeah. and I was absolutely devastated, yeah. So, um, but I always find that if I bring these out, people kind of go, <gasps> you know, whereas if your gran was just to bring out the, the Sunday stuff, you'd be like, oh, this is pretty, but it's... Yeah. That's the gold, isn't yeah. it? It's very chintz. It's so I know. Um, so tell me about how you started because I saw on Facebook your post about how you just started in after lockdown. Yeah. Was your wee girl, was it? Yeah. She contracted COVID at the beginning of this, and we ended up in hospital, and it was like nothing I've ever seen before. So basically, I was in hospital with her for the three weeks, and I kind of just thought. And I, I knew, do you know that way? We all kind of knew that this was probably going to go on for maybe a year at the time. And I just thought, I don't know how I'm going to cope with this because she's not at school. I took her off school straight away and I thought, I can't cope. So while we were in hospital, I thought, do you know, I'm going to do something from the house. I'm going to put all my energy into it. I'm going to focus on it. I'm going to make sure. And it was for my own sanity. And while we were sitting there in the hospital, I've even got a picture of her in her hospital bed, me with my laptop and a cup of tea. I get two cups of tea that week. And also because they just shut the door they don't, in the COVID ward, they don't come in really. And I've got a cup of tea and I thought I was in heaven with my laptop. And that was me starting to find a brand and a name and look at suppliers and what I could do. And literally like you just did, I got excited and it completely got me through everything that was happening obviously looking forward you know thinking right this and what I can do with her and how she can maybe help out and feel part of it and, and I can teach her that you can do anything at any time of life type of thing so it was all it's kind of that was the wee, the wee story behind it so and then I opened up and it's became a different beast altogether now where you'll see maybe only three or four caddies going out apart from at weekends but people come in for boxes of cakes People come in and book in and get the whole high tea experience and they can come in and say, I'm going to somebody's house. See, because we're still mid 
lockdown it was the best time I could have done it because it was literally the week the, the week after we opened up inside I didn't even have tables and chairs because I thought right I'll just serve from here but I needed this kitchen so that people could come and collect and go and that's what happened now people come in and say can I come and collect at one o'clock this is life